Welcome back to Studio Stories. I'm your host, Christy Brewington, and today we're joined by Daisy Lee to chat about her cryptic pregnancy. Welcome, Daisy. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. Can you start by introducing yourself and your family? Of course. Hi, so my name's Daisy. Um, I'm 24. Um, I live in London and last year I had a cryptic pregnancy, um, which I will get into. But um, I have a 10-month-old daughter now um, and a lovely boyfriend. And yeah, that, that's sort of what I'm going to talk about today. Fab. So we came across your Instagram after your chat on BBC Woman's Hour where you discussed, yeah. um, as you just said, your cryptic pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So can you explain what a cryptic pregnancy is? Of course. So I, I mean, like many people, had no idea what it was. Never heard of it before. Um, it's quite rare. Doctors um, are, are sort of not used to seeing it. It's, it's a really strange phenomenon that happens to some women. And essentially, a cryptic pregnancy is where a woman doesn't know she's pregnant um, for 20 weeks or beyond that. So in my case, it was 30 weeks, which is um, very far into pregnancy. So, um, but it can be, it also, you know, that also encompasses those women who give birth and didn't know they were pregnant you know and you hear those stories of women literally mm-hmm. giving birth on the loo or whatever um so those are all called cryptic pregnancies and that's what it means it means you don't know that you're pregnant it's sort of like a, a phantom baby living in your stomach without you realizing and how how did you find out <laughs> um so i yeah I'll, I'll sort of go through this story because it's quite it's quite crazy i was um i was working in central london super busy lifestyle literally just feeling completely myself i literally couldn't tell you one thing that was different about um the way that i felt or the way that i was living so i was literally going into Oxford Street every day, coming back, um, had a lovely boyfriend and we were super happy, but we were definitely not planning um, on, on children. I was on birth control as well. So I felt, you know, that wasn't even like a question in my mind that I could potentially get pregnant or that, you know, it wasn't even in like my realm of thoughts at all. Um, so I was taking the pill every single day and just, yeah, getting on with my life. Um, and one day I came home from work. So super busy day. I've been going to like meetings and running around London. Um, I came back and sort of just lay on my bed by myself. Um, and I felt the strangest feeling. It was, I, I would describe it as super alien. Like you look, I literally felt like there was an alien inside my body. Um, and I actually, it was basically movement in my stomach, like a baby moving around. Um, and oh my gosh, it was so out of the blue that I, I didn't even think I was pregnant at first because it was so weird to think that I could be that far along that I was feeling a baby moving. So I was sort of going in my head, like, is that, you know, is that something like wind or is it just like, I'm not well or what, what the hell is that feeling? But it was so like obvious that I was just so confused and I lay there and I was by myself and I didn't tell anyone because I was so um you know gobsmacked so I literally just lay there and felt the feeling and it was like a fluttering but also like it sort of started turning into real kicking like you you know how a baby kicks when a woman's super pregnant and I was oh my gosh I was so terrified um but you know it was late at night I didn't have anything around me like a pregnancy test or anything I didn't I didn't really know what to do with myself so I just like actually just went to sleep and um was like okay I'll deal with this in the morning and sort of like see if it it continues um so the next day I I actually bought three pregnancy tests on my way to work um in quite like a frantic um manner and I didn't I still didn't tell anyone I didn't tell my boyfriend because I didn't want to sort of freak him out with this news when I wasn't actually sure what was going on um it just sounded so strange for me to just you know tell someone that I was feeling a baby moving in my stomach so I just I couldn't even say it so I didn't tell my mum um I lived with my mum and my sisters and yeah I just hid it from them um, so I was, I went to work that day with the three pregnancy tests and I actually took them um, throughout the day in the loo at work because I just, you know, I 
needed to know what was going on. Um, and I took them and essentially they all came back with the same uh, result, which was one really strong line and one really faint line. Um, and I didn't know if that meant I was definitely pregnant or if I was really early in a pregnancy or sort of what that could potentially mean because I, I didn't really know anything about pregnancy tests. I didn't know anything about finding out you're pregnant. Um, so I was really confused, but then I went back to my desk and sort of looked at the leaflet that, that, was, that came with the test. Um, and that leaflet said, no matter how um, faint your second line is, if you have one, you are definitely pregnant. So I knew then that I was definitely pregnant and I was very freaked out, um, but I still wasn't, I wasn't sure how far along I was because there's no, I mean, I hadn't taken like a clear blue one, which says how far along you are. It was just like a stick. So I had no idea if I was like, one week pregnant literally seven months pregnant I had no clue but I obviously had this really weird movement in my stomach and I sort of as I kept looking at myself I, could, I sort of was realizing that there was like I, I thought I'd been putting on a bit of weight but it, it literally was suddenly looking like there was a chance I had like a, a small bump so I was really panicking um, and I called the doctor and said I needed an emergency appointment and I literally had to go home that night and and wait for the appointment the next day and I still didn't tell anyone um, because I was still processing it but I ended up going back to sleep and then I remember lying in bed that night and thinking gosh I, I'm you know I can I'm really worried at how far along I am because I can feel this baby like the baby was practically doing somersaults by that point so I was like I and I, I googled it and it was saying you know you don't feel movement in your stomach until you're at least six months pregnant so I'm going how on earth could I be six months pregnant when I've I've been on the pill this whole time and it, it was really a strange um time but essentially the next day I went to that doctor's appointment um and they told me <laughs> they they lay me down um I was sort of passed between doctors and they confirmed that I was pregnant and then they lay me down and they lifted up my dress and they said oh you haven't noticed your bump and I was like <laughs> I didn't think I had a bump you know I thought I'd just put on some weight because it was I was carrying her so low down on my pelvis that it was just the bottom part of my stomach that had sort of risen and put on a bit of weight um, and it wasn't like I could still suck in at the top of my stomach and I could feel my ribs so there was really like it didn't look like a baby bump in the slightest it just looked like that that bottom part had, had put, um, sort of grown a bit and so I yeah she said you haven't noticed this bump and then she did the ultrasound for me and said she went really quiet so I knew that she was going to say something quite life-changing um and then she said yeah you're about you're 30 weeks pregnant which is literally um seven months so I had two months left to prepare for a baby and that is the day I found out oh my goodness and what was your first reaction when you first saw that positive pregnancy test yeah. um oh you know what it was complete shock and almost like denial I that sounds crazy but because I had been on uh, the pill and I was so unaware of the thought of pregnancy in my life at all because I just assumed that you were covered when you're taking the pill um, I was just like I literally was in denial. I think for the first weekend, especially when I found out that I was 30 weeks along, I was like, oh God, I just remember saying to people around me, like, I just want to go back in time. This cannot be happening. Like this, this cat, I just, I thought it was a mistake, but obviously, you know, when you've been, it's confirmed by doctors, it can't be a mistake. Um, so it was, it was on, it was utter shock. I've never experienced shock like that in my life. I was, I, I actually spent like a whole weekend just like sitting in my room and staring at a wall and I've never done that about anything in my life but it was so big you know it's huge news to find out that you're about to become a mother um, and especially I was I was 23 at the time which is it's not crazy young you know it's not 16 but it's it's much younger than I would have chosen to have become a mother so it was yeah my, uh, my first reaction was definitely just shock and like confusion. How did your boyfriend react? 
Um, so, I mean, obviously, as I've explained, I actually, you know, should have told him sooner, but I waited for those couple of days to be sure what was going on before I told him. Um, and mm. I, oh, I was so scared to tell him just because I think it was like I'd experienced that crazy shock. I knew now what was going to happen. But then telling him, I almost felt like that was like reliving it all again and giving that same amount of shock to someone else. And, it's, and I just remember thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm about to change his life forever from this moment. And I also I didn't know how he was going to react because we were so happy, so love and we had spoken about having kids but literally like you know five six years down the line so I didn't know if he I actually thought you know there's a chance that he might say to me I I can't do this and I don't want to stay with you and you know you're gonna have to do it on your own and like the whole thought of that I mean he's an amazing man but I I, I wouldn't have you know judged him that much if he had done that because it was so crazy what had happened so um I was just very very scared to tell him and I I told my mum first of all I called my mum when when I first found out um and I literally shouted at her that I was pregnant and I needed her help and um she came and got me and was like spent the whole day explaining to me that I'd be okay and we would get through it and I would you know everything would work out in the end um but I I sort of was going to her how do I tell him how you know I I can't tell him but she was like you have to this is half his you know his burden as well in a way so um I actually just texted him and said uh you need to you know at the end of your working day can you come and see me and he was like of course, but you know, was something happened? Like what's going on? And I obviously didn't want to text him the news because it was so big. I, there's no way you can sort of WhatsApp someone that news. So um, no. I, I was, yeah. So I was very keen that he um, came and, and saw me, but then he was, you know, his mind was going crazy and he was going, have you, you know, have you cheated on me? Are we breaking up? What's going on? And I was just going, I can't tell you. I just need to see you. Um, and I felt awful, but essentially he came, um, he came in and, and sort of came up to my house and I told him to stay in the car because I didn't even want him to come inside um, because I didn't want to have to tell him in front of my mum and have him kind of feel really like pressured into, into reacting a certain way. So I literally just jumped in his car and I, I had to explain the whole thing. And I said, okay, so this week I started feeling this weird movement in my stomach and I went to the doctor and blah, blah, blah. And at the end of it, I just sort of said, yeah, we're going to have to have a baby in two months time. Um, and he was like a deer in headlights. He just stared at me for like, you know, a minute and didn't even know what to say. And then the first thing he said was, oh my gosh, you know, how are we going to afford this? How are we going to do this? And I was like, I don't know, but you know, we'll get through it together. Um, and then he came um, into my house and my mum sort of calmed him down. He was, he was actually, he was so good. He reacted so well. I think he was, he had that shock as well, but then he ran home really quickly to his parents to tell them because he just wanted to get it out of his system and tell them. Um, and once he, as soon as he'd done that, he came back to, to my house and literally just said days were going to be fine we can do this we'll be absolutely fine and then he was Aww. much more um like calm and ready than I was for a long time like I think the first week he was like totally just you know looking after me so oh, I was so lucky to have him rather than you know I could have been in I could have been in any type of relationship I could have been in a really casual relationship or you know I could have you know had a one night stand with someone or something so I'm, I'm so lucky that I had such a supportive partner and I still do <laughs> so you guys had what roughly like eight weeks yeah. to prepare for Savannah's arrival how did you guys prepare for this mentally and practically yeah I love this question so I'll do it in two parts so um mentally I made basically I, I decided really early on I was like I'm making a conscious decision here not to overwhelm myself and to you know 
force myself into doing, you know, like 30 hours of classes, you know, you can go to like those mom and baby classes and, and I'm not going to read every single book and I'm not going to watch every single YouTube video and I'm not going to go crazy worrying about labor because I knew that emotionally I just could not handle that because obviously, you know, you're literally dealing with the fact that you're having, I, I, I knew I had to go into labor in two months, but I was like, if I sit here and freak myself out and force myself to do it the perfect way, because you know, there are a lot of mums out there who um, plan so perfectly and have everything executed and you know, they know everything about babies, they know everything about how the labor's gonna go. And I was just like, I can't be that mum because this is, I'm so emotionally like already stunted by this that um, I'll probably go mad if I force myself to kind of learn all this stuff and cram it into such a small, a small amount of time. So essentially I, I said to my boyfriend, we are literally just gonna do this like naturally and I'm just gonna let my body do do it how it's meant to be so I knew that you know even if I had given birth um like in the loo without knowing I was pregnant my body would do it for me because it's the most natural thing that can happen to a woman so I was like I'm just gonna completely trust in my body I'm gonna completely trust in the process and like go to all my scans because I had obviously like loads of sudden scans that they needed to do for me um and I'm gonna do all the you know the things I need to do that, that are necessities but I'm not gonna freak myself out and do everything that's that's above and beyond because I was also still working. I had another month of work before maternity leave. Um, I had, I had, you know, I had, and then there was also the practical side of having to buy every single thing and prepare where we were going to live and all of that. So I had so much on my plate that I just deliberately didn't even overwhelm my brain at all. And I, I just didn't think about it as much as possible. So I had a friend who was pregnant at the same time and she'd actually, you know, uh, decided to become pregnant and, and done it um, deliberately. And she was literally like a super mom, like going to every single class, like learning first aid, you know, like hypnobirthing, all of that stuff. And I was just literally watching her and thinking, no, that's not how I'm going to do it because um, I don't have I don't have the time and I don't have the sort of emotional capacity to do that. So yeah, it, it was literally just a decision to be as sort of um, chilled about it as possible, if that makes sense. And we were, we were super chilled. I just, I just knew that, you know, labor was going to happen and it was going to hurt, but that was fine. Like every woman on the planet does it and it's, it's a beautiful process. So I decided not to panic about, about that. And then sort of practically we just, kind of fitted it into like every weekend so I would work Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday and then on the weekends we would go into like our local town and literally buy like a pram by the cot I would like I was sort of I also had an impromptu baby shower so I asked everyone to get me the stuff that I needed so like baby carrier and clothes and, and I got so much stuff suddenly gifted to me like people were just throwing baby grows at me and everything so I before I knew it I literally did have an entire roster of things that you need for a baby and I it sounds crazy but I would say you know within a month or so so we had two months within a month I felt like I was so prepared like I had all the stuff I needed because it wasn't it wasn't that much you needed to buy you just needed to sort of make a list and do it um and we we decided so we were actually meant to move into a flat um two weeks after we found out but it was so crazy that I decided to actually cancel that and just stay at home with my mum where I had lived before um, because I wanted her support and I wanted to I didn't really want to go into labor on my own and and it would be so stressful moving while I was also in that sort of mindset so um, I yeah. stayed at home and my mum let me sort of have the top floor of our of our house um, my boyfriend and I so we just prepared everything in there and then I went on maternity leave and I literally felt like I was just bored and waiting um, at the end of it so I don't know how we did it but we we crammed it in pretty quickly and it was um, it was okay yeah it wasn't too stressful and how did your family and friends react when um, you told them oh gosh I was so lucky there was nobody that was 
you know, angry or rude or, or anything like that. And everyone was, I mean, it's a crazy story to tell, but once I would, I sort of explained it to everyone one by one. And then I just got such an outpour of support from people. Like my, my mum was my rock. She's always been my rock, but she was unbelievable. She's had four children, four, four girls. So especially when we found out it was a baby girl, she was like, days, I am literally going to mm-hmm. be, you know, your right hand woman. Like we've got this. She was so supportive. She, she felt awful that she, she always said she kind of blamed herself for not realizing that I was pregnant because she'd lived with me. And she was like, I should have known as your mother that you were. Um, and I, and, you know, she sort of kept, kept saying all these things. But then she was also like, no, you know what? A baby is the biggest blessing you can ever have. You know, no one's been diagnosed with cancer here. Nobody is ill. It's, it's not a negative thing. It's, it's such a, a beautiful thing to bring a child into the world. So she was like, you just have to look at it like that. Um, and then I have three younger sisters and they were all just like, oh my gosh, we get to be aunties. This is the best thing ever. Like they were so excited. Um, and I had sort of, yeah, loads of close friends who I told one by one and they were just like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. And we're going to be here for you. Um, and like I said, they literally planned me a really quick baby shower. That was like the most amazing day. Um, so I had so much support and, and my partner's family were amazing as well. So everyone just sort of just like got knuckled down with it and, and, and looked at it as positively as we could. Um, and I also had to tell my work pretty quickly. And luckily, because they sort of um, valued me a lot and I'd been there for a, a couple of years, they were like, it's fine, you know what, this is crazy, but your job is here, you go and off and you do maternity leave and you come back when you're ready and that's that's just how we'll do it. So I had no like negative experience there at all. I was just supported so heavily. Um, so I was really lucky. That is incredible. We've seen um, a couple of other cases of cryptic pregnancies where, um, especially on social media channels, people people haven't necessarily been the kindest to right, them. So right. I was wondering if you've received any form of criticism regarding your cryptic pregnancy. That's such a good question. Um, in my personal life, um, very minimally, I haven't. I've, 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 I've had literally 99% support. And then all I'll get is I'll hear like a Chinese whisper um, of somebody saying that I was obviously lying and I obviously knew and, you know, all of this stuff. Because, and you know what? I don't completely blame people because I do think if it hadn't happened to me, I would have so many questions. I would not understand how it's physically possible for that to happen. And I know that a lot of people did speak about being behind my back and, you know, in sort of like the friendship groups that I, I know, because obviously I'm still quite a young girl in her young 20s. There's so many girls and, and guys that I went to school with and, you know, that I know that are just so confused by it and I know they all speak about it and that's fine um, and that's half of the reason that I put my story out there and I talk about it on, on podcasts like this and stuff because I want to make it clear like how it happened and I want people to understand that these things do happen and that it doesn't you know if you don't have to be out of tune with your body or crazy for it to happen it can literally happen to anyone and so I'm kind of quite keen to raise awareness that like, you know every pregnancy not every pregnancy is planned and not everything goes perfectly but that you know you can handle things like this um, but what I would say is definitely um since i've started putting my story out on social media and and you know with things like the bbc i've definitely seen strangers will comment um on on social media social media and say that i'm oh my gosh i get the funniest comments they'll literally be like as if you know you're like uh, as if you're completely lying how stupid can you be and all that stuff and you just think you weren't there. You have no idea what happened. You like, there's, there's so, we have to explain it. There are so many things that came together for me not to know I was pregnant. Like, you know, there was the fact that I was taking the pill back to back. So I, 
wasn't having periods and that was deliberate so I wasn't expecting periods um there's the fact that I'm a curvy girl so I didn't expect you know realize that my bump was growing because it was not a bump it was the tiniest of things it was just the bottom of my stomach um there was the fact that luckily you know I had a really smooth pregnancy and I had no morning sickness no tiredness no nothing so all those things come together and that's what makes something like cryptic pregnancy happen you know it's like a amalgamation of crazy things um but yeah, people, people don't know that people on and it's fair enough, because it's such a rare thing that people don't, haven't heard of. Um, but for me, I really I, I've said a lot that I'm, I'm really glad this happened to me over a lot of people that I know who wouldn't have been able to handle it so well, because I, I mean, at the age that I'm at, and the, the stage I'm at in life, I don't really care what anyone says. If it's, if people are going to be horrible and negative about me, it just doesn't bother me. Um, but I know it would for a lot of people. So um, I think I'm super lucky that it was me that had this situation. And I'm thick skinned enough to not care um, because as long as I know what happened I know that I'm not lying <laughs> and you know the people around me know it as well that's all that really matters so um yeah there's there's definitely criticism that comes with it but it's it's it is a crazy situation so I'm not surprised you mentioned that your pregnancy was really really smooth like and that's what yeah. basically caused you not to really notice because you didn't experience any symptoms of pregnancy exactly, yeah. were there any complications when it came to the birth um, yes, yeah, so I, yeah, as you said, super smooth pregnancy, nothing was wrong. I actually went for my first scan and they were really surprised. They were like, this baby is completely perfect. There's nothing to worry about. So I was so lucky there. Um, and I, I did have a tiny complication during my pregnancy where they, they said to me, they thought I might, my baby might've had down syndrome. Um, because she was, she had a big head and short legs is what they said. And when they were measuring her, um, but I kind of, it sounds strange, but I knew in my gut that that wasn't the case and that she was fine because, um, I'm a, I'm a short girl. Like I've got really short legs and I knew that my daughter would also have short legs. Like that's, that's what, I mean, I wouldn't expect her to be a big or tall baby. So I was like, that's kind of not that surprising to me. Um, and they did tests. They took like weeks to get these test results back to me and luckily there was nothing wrong and she was literally like a one in 100,000 chance that I would have the baby would have down syndrome um so that, that yeah everything in the pregnancy was fantastic and then but the only thing was obviously when you have a cryptic pregnancy they poor doctors like they struggle so much in determining a due date um, and that is because they usually date a pregnancy by your last period so your period history and I couldn't give them anything so they had no idea when the date of conception was and the only way they could um, judge the baby's size and therefore her due date was literally just to measure her head and kind of go with their scales you know so like normally when a baby's head is x size it means that they are you know x amount of months along so every mm -hmm. doctor I saw loads of different doctors and they would always they were just literally guessing my due date because they were well guessing you know as best as they could but it was really like a rough day so they kind of said we think you're 30 weeks pregnant you could actually be 20 weeks pregnant or you could actually be 35 weeks pregnant because every baby is a different size some people carry super small babies some people carry super big babies and mine was um really really tiny that's why my bump was so small she was when she was born she was actually five pounds which is so tiny um but they yeah her whole pregnancy she was tiny so they were telling me that they thought i was 30 weeks but i could be i could literally be like anywhere on the scale or, uh, sort of around the, the, that time um so when it came to my due date my due date literally came and went and nothing happened to my body i didn't feel like i was going into labor i didn't have um like any symptoms of labor like you know you start 
things start happening when you're going to labor, like you, your um, cervix loosens and things, but nothing was happening for me. So I knew that I needed a bit longer, but they, they kind of saw me in the hospital like three days after my due date. And they said that they wanted to induce me, which is uh, where they kind of, you know, put you into labor themselves. Um, and I was really keen not to have that happen because I felt like my baby needed longer. And I felt like she was so still so small and I must be, you know, earlier than they thought I was. Um, but they were saying, well, there's, that's true, but there's also a chance that you are really, really over your due date. And you could be like four to two weeks pregnant and we can't let you, um, we can't let you walk away from hospital today, basically. So I kind of had to go, okay, you know what, induce me, we'll have the baby and we'll just have to, you know, pray to God that she's okay. So on the day of my labor, I literally was um, terrified because there was no natural sign that I was going into labor, but they had to sort of make it happen. So I went through the whole process. I had um, a sweep and a pessary, which both sort of induced labor. Um, they're supposed to make it happen within about 48 hours. So I was sort of having these um, hormonal like induced contractions that were really, really painful, but I could tell that my body was, and I, I, that's the reason that they're, so, they're actually more painful than the natural contractions because your body's like being forced to have them. So I was in a load of pain and I was just so worried about her. Um, and the doctor said that she wasn't responding well to it. She was, um, she, they couldn't actually find her heartbeat for a long time during my labor. Um, and it was quite stressful because I was just in so much pain for like 24 hours, but I wasn't even dilating either. So I got to like three or four centimeters and you need to be 10 to start pushing. So I was like so far away and I'd been in labor for so long. Um, and they ended up saying after an entire day of me, <laughs> like, you know, trying to get dilated and having contractions, they said that they wanted to do an emergency cesarean just to get her out. And I was so fine with that. I was so happy just to, you know, make sure she was okay and get her out as soon as mm -hmm. possible. Um, so we had the emergency cesarean and it was like such a great experience. They were lovely. I, I had my pain relief and everything and it was great um, and she came out and as soon as she came out they said a her cord was wrapped around her neck twice so thank god they did it when they did because they could literally just um lift it off and she was fine and she started crying thank god um i know but what they said was oh you were right she's actually looking about you know maybe three weeks early um and so she was the tiniest baby she was literally like you know like a chicken arms like she was so not fatty enough um and she i they were they were like look she's super healthy she's fine you just need to stay in hospital now and feed her like religiously um until she gets to a certain weight and then you can leave hospital so yeah there was a, a real complication there and that I had to stay in hospital for like four days um after my cesarean sort of desperately trying to breastfeed her and get her as fattened up as possible and um they were they they were kind of making me quite stressed with how you know they were saying she was so so skinny and so um like uh, malnourished in a way um but luckily when I, I i started breastfeeding and it was it was okay but it was a bit a bit tough for me so i actually just sort of started giving her formula when i was in hospital because i knew that she needed to, to just put on weight as quickly as possible so as soon as i gave her formula she mm -hmm. literally like you know went straight up those scales and she was absolutely fine and like within those four days we were allowed to leave hospital and i got her home and she was um so healthy within like yeah within no time so um, I got it could have been so much worse. I could have had so many medical complications. Um, so I guess the yeah the only thing was was the size and the due date. But um, God, I keep saying it, but we really were so lucky. And looking back from like in hindsight, what do you wish you knew then that you now know? <laughs> I I would take this as more of like an emotional thing. I think for me, so I. I remember really vividly, I said to my boss when I went on maternity leave, I literally remember being like, don't worry, I will be back after like a month of maternity leave. Like I will literally be in and out, like I'll have the baby and I'll come straight back and I'll be full time. And like, you know, you guys won't even realize I've gone because I thought that I would, I don't know what I was thinking, but I thought that emotionally, 
um, I wouldn't, I didn't think I wouldn't connect with her, but I didn't know how strong the connection was going to be. And I was looking at everything so like practically and I was just like, you know what, I will, you know, I'll have this baby, go on maternity leave for a tiny bit and I'll go back to work and, you know, she'll be in childcare full time and I'll just be living my life. And I just had no idea that when I gave birth, I was going to become like unbelievably obsessed and in love with this child. And I, I mean, my mum said it to me. She was like, when you have a baby, you will realize, you know, the bond. Um, you, you can't ex explain or experience that bond unless you have a child. So when, as soon as she was born, I was like, oh my gosh, I love this little thing more than I will ever love anything in the world. Um, and you just want to literally protect them with every might, like every ounce of your body. They just, they become your whole world. So I would definitely, it would have been great to have had like the warning that I was going to be so um, emotionally, you know, connected with the baby. Because now, obviously, as I, um, obviously I'm going back to work and I've gone back to the office now and stuff. And that is just so much tougher than I ever thought it would be. Um, and my, my whole world now is just, you know, thinking about her and I spend my whole days just, you know, obsessing over her. So yeah, I think, um, I've just that's that's the funny one for me I wish that I'd realized how much it was going to change my life in that way in like a super positive way um, and that I was going to fall in love with her so much so sweet and our last question what is the main mantra that you live your life by and why oh I love that um probably this is actually something my mum taught me my mum and this fits in quite well she we've lived like this our whole lives but she said to me um when I found out I was pregnant she said Daisy we will get through this situation with two things we'll get through it with love and we will get through it with humor um and I think we it's just like the idea that you just no matter what situation you get put in no matter how stressed you are no matter how tough things can get because life can be so tough you know like financially emotionally so, so many areas of life can be so tough and they can get on top of you um you if you if you just have your outlook of you know love and humor and, and just positivity in all ways um you know no one can get you down and nothing can stop you and I think I could have let this situation get get me in such a rut I could have really been you know, I could have got into I was so lucky I didn't have postpartum depression or anything like that and um, which I could have had because it was such a shock and I was so unprepared to become a mother but instead I just made it such a big um priority to look at the situation with just like positivity and love and humor and I, I it, it's it's turned into the best thing that has ever happened she is just she's brought me so much joy that I've never experienced before having a baby um and now I just sit here every day and I've got my beautiful family we live in a lovely flat I have her next to me all the time and my lovely partner and I just think I'm so blessed um and lucky to have this situation so I think just the general outlook of you know positivity and loving the people that you have next to you um and also just trying to look at things you know I, I look back and I think what it's so funny that that happened to me I look at it in like a as, as a humorous thing now rather than like a, a you know a terrifying thing so that's probably yeah the main mantra I live by well that's lovely well thank you so much for sharing your story with us today Daisy oh you're so welcome thank you so much for having me I love you guys I love the brand if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to leave us a review